Welcome back to In Tune. This is Arnold Stricker with Ellie Wharton. We're glad that you decided to come back and listen. So we have uh, in studio Mia DeYoung. Hi. From Opera Theater St. Louis, and uh, no relation to the third baseman of the Cardinals. <laughs> no. Oh, man. I would have, no, I'd have. I'd have stroked that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd have run one. I think a distant I think relation sometimes. there's a distant relationship, yeah. No, Mia, glad to have you here on In Tune. Thank you for coming. And me. Mia's here to uh, talk about a very interesting uh, program. Many of you may be aware of Opera on the Go that Opera Theater St. Louis uh, has, uh, this program, uh, which brings live opera to students, and they talk about music, drama, and character, and makeup, and understanding the process of opera, and then it culminates in a performance that's done. But there is going to be a performance that's coming up at Southview School, which is uh, part of the SSD uh, school system. And students who attend Southview live in several of our uh, neighbor, neighborly school districts here. And the students there have uh, educational diagnoses of developmental dis- disabilities, autism, and emotional <laughs> disturbance. And this particular program of sensory-friendly family production of Rossini's Barber of Seville. Yeah, so we're excited about about this. This is our third year doing sensory-friendly programming. Um, and it, it really sort of came out of a need for these students and families to have a place where they can experience the arts um, in an environment that's comfortable for them. A lot of these students have a sensitivity to light or to sound, um, and they react in a variety of ways. Sometimes that's rocking or humming or the need to stand up or the need to walk around. Um, And so the sensory friendly performance gives those students a space to do that where our actors are prepared really for anything to happen, um, but also where they can come with their families and and we say come as you are and enjoy it as you will. Um, So that's sort of where the program came from. It's really interesting that, you know, most of the time you, you see a performance, you go to the venue where the staging has all taken place, where all the costuming is located, and they're all set up for that. In this particular case, because it would be difficult to transport those students, and school is a friendly environment for them. It's probably their second most friendly environment other than home. And I can really see the benefit of not taking the students to the performance, but bringing the performance to the students. Absolutely. That's one thing we're really excited about this year is to be in partnership with a special school district um, because it just makes sense to to come to the students rather than having to come to you to, to have a safe space. The other thing about this program that's pretty neat is that the students get to see the actors participate in the workshops. They see them transform into the characters that, that they'll later see on stage. So they see all the behind the scenes work before they get to see the opera and they get to see that sort of transition happen. So talk us through a little bit, because this is going to take place uh, Saturday, October 27th at 1 o'clock. It's the uh, sensory-friendly family production of Rossini's The Barber of Seville, uh, produced by Opera Theater of St. Louis. And it it does, uh, as as you've stated, Mia, uh, there's some interactive workshops that are going to be taking place in makeup and dramatic movement and singing. And talk a little bit about those things. Uh, Unpack that a little bit for us and what kids and families who might be there uh, or is this anybody can show up for this particular thing or just students from the school no it's certainly not um, so this is open to the community for those students and their families um, so we encourage siblings to come along too, parents grandparents um, you don't have to be a part of the special school district to participate um, so we do yeah welcome the community um, we start our program with those three workshops 
Um, each is about 15 minutes and they focus on one of the different elements in opera. So one is stage makeup and uh, we do old age and we do fake injuries and the kids really get into it. Um, and then another one that we do is movement. Um, this one is really quite cool with this group um, because it involves a lot of nonverbal communication. Um, how do we express ourselves without having to use any words? How do we understand emotions from our actors when they're not talking? Um, and then the third one we do is about singing styles. Um, as you know, opera is not amplified, um, and that's pretty foreign to a lot of students today. Um, so they get to see what does it take for an opera singer to sing that loud or that high or that long, and they get to experiment with it themselves as well. Yeah, you've got some folks that uh, can actually project very, very well and would never have any need of any kind of <laughs> no. amplification. You know, what we say is there are people that can sing, and it's just people that can sing. <laughs> <laughs> how's, that, how's that one uh, spelled? Yeah, yeah, no, no, don't even worry about it. Is it S double A N G? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> double G. <laughs> She's got people that can sing, yeah. I tell you. <laughs> so at the, uh, the, will the kids move between these workshops then every 15 minutes? Is that, or will the, 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 opera theater group move between the kids the students rotate between okay. between the three so every student will participate in each workshop so it's about 45 minutes and then we all come back together for that performance of Barbara of Seville okay very very good and you know I will tell you that my very first experience with opera that I like because I've always been around opera haven't really liked it but the opera theater St. Louis is who turned me on to opera that I really like and it happened that Allison Felder asked me to come by and do an interview uh, about uh, the opera theater St. Louis and at the time there was also the master class with Grace Bumbry occurring right and so I had a chance to to talk with and I can't think of Robert's last name right off the top of my head but um, it was a great exp experience and Allison gave me two tickets to go to the to the opera and I went with my husband and we both really enjoyed it. So I tell you, when people really want to get into something different and it's right here in our backyard, I tell you, it's Opera Theater St. Louis. You know, one of the benefits of, of having it right here also is just not proximity, but that the operas are all done in English. Exactly. And so you're not listening to Italian and you're not listening to uh, German. You're listening to, uh, mostly written in Italian, but you're listening to it in English. It's been translated. Right. And then you can also, it's projected up there. So if you have a little difficulty uh, listening to some of the words uh, as they're being sung, you can see what's what's going on. It's, it's like a closed captioning going right. on. Right. And the crowd, what's really neat about the crowd is that it is a dressy-up affair. You know, it makes you feel like, oh, well, let me put on my good stuff. You know? <laughs> and there's really not a bad seat in the theater. There's no, no. bad seat. And it's not like you're sitting way up, uh, you know, in the third story in the nosebleed section. I have been there. <laughs> not, not not at Opera Theater St. Louis, though. <laughs> no, that was, oh, that was right. That was the Muni. <laughs> yeah. Other, other opera halls, it's like, you know, they're, they're massively large and you have to have opera glasses to see. And this particular venue, it, it's not that way. And then don't forget, you can also have the picnic before the um, event. So that was a great way to get together with friends and with family and just sit down and chill out, you know, in the back garden area before going in. So that's a, it's always a very exciting experience, one that I think people should, should put on their calendar. And you know what? When you think about it, because I went to the movies just recently and by myself, and by the time I got a ticket some popcorn, a soda, and some candy, which I know was terrible, but everybody has to get that when you go to the movie, right? <laughs> I had spent just about the same amount of money as I could having gone to 
Opera Theater St. Louis on one of their discount tickets. There you go, okay, folks. Okay, so put that into perspective. It, it is perspective. <laughs> uh, so the story of uh, Rossini's Barber of Seville, when charming Count Almaviva yeah, falls right. in love with the beautiful Rosina, he'll need the help of his clever friend, the Barber Figaro, in order to steal her away from her possessive uncle. Now, this program that you guys are putting on at Southview Middle on Saturday, October 27th at 1 o'clock, it's recommended for families and students in grades 3 through 10, and it's tailored towards young people with sensory processing sensitivities. So, And reservations are required for this, correct? You can purchase a ticket on site, um, but we do recommend, just because we want to keep it sort of an intimate and and comfortable environment we do recommend that you can call the box office to reserve a ticket or you can do it online if you do reserve ahead of time you get um several uh resources to help prepare so you get a social story and a synopsis and things to prepare your student before they come to the opera what a great thing and you know i know i'm i'm jumping out there but remember last week we had robin rosenberger yes from um tiny superheroes yes and it made me think that this would be a wonderful thing to be able to do is provide some tickets for those young superheroes so to participate in something like this. I mean, I will personally talk to Robin about that, but that's exactly what it made me think of when you were talking about bringing in children, because that's what she was talking yeah. about, was how to get children engaged and interactive and, and feeling like, you know what, they're like everybody else. Yeah, and it's great that they have an opportunity to... Uh, be exposed to opera and marriage of figaro is such a great opera it is it really is it's it's a fun one so reservations for this event uh, you can go to on uh opera theater it's opera-stl.org and uh, click through there the tickets are six dollars and as mia was saying includes an electronic social story study guide and script pacing lanes and a quiet room will be provided so students can participate at their level of comfort i like the fact that what sensory free concert meant is that it's judgment free yeah. Children with special needs and sensory sensitivities are free to experience the music in a way that is appropriate for them. And I think that that's so important that our young people with special needs are in environments that are judgment free. So I really appreciated you having that as a statement. Is there special training that you're uh, or uh, discussion that you're going through with the cast as it relates to this? Yeah, absolutely. So we have um, a retired music teacher from the special school district, Paula Berner, who works with all of our artists to prepare them before this. We've also partnered with Different Dynamics, which is a new organization in St. Louis that specifically serves the needs of um, the sensory friendly community um, or sensory sensitive community. Um, so we have been talking to them in our training. Paula will come in and work with our, our artists one-on-one to prep them. Um, but we've also talked a lot with area organizations about how to prepare our space, how to prepare our audiences, how to um, maybe adjust our sets or our costumes so that we provide a, an open and a welcoming environment. And is this the first type of uh, activity that you've done like this? This is the third year that we've done this program. The sensory program? Yep. Okay. Yep. And we're hoping that um, this will expand to more sensory-friendly opportunities across the season and across um, a wider variety of generations that can participate in opera theater at their level of comfort. Very cool. Very well, cool. be sure and let us know when you have events. Absolutely. You know, we can certainly post them. We can have you on to do community corners. We can have you come on and just all kinds of things to help uh, educate the community yeah. about this resource. It's fantastic. Great. Thank you. Yeah, the sense. Uh, century show 
Sensory Friendly Concert will be, again, October the 27th at 1 o'clock, and tickets are $6. They can be purchased in advance by calling 314-961-0644, 314-961-0644. Mia, do you have anything else to tell us related to this particular program that's coming up? I mean, Barbara of Seville is an opera classic. It's comedic, it's farce, it's slapstick. It's going to be a lot of fun, so we hope to see a lot of families there. And I like the name. I just kind of happened to notice the name here, Count Alma Vida, Viva, mm-hmm. you know, which basically means like live spirit. Yeah. If you took that yeah. word, you know, Alma is soul and Viva is alive. And that's from? The Barber of Seville. I, I mean, uh, oh, what language? Oh, that would be, well, it would be Spanish. Okay. That's how I would know it, but I'm sure that it's Latin. also probably Latin broken down, you right. know, exactly right. So when I looked at that, I went, oh, look at that, How that little subliminal that's in there, you know, Alma Viva. Yeah. I think that's what I want you to call me from now on, okay? <laughs> Alma Viva? <laughs> Alma Viva. Does that have a, like a ring? Okay, <laughs> golly. L.A. Viva. <laughs> After you all just bashed me about my phone. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, phone, phone which ringies. It, I tell you, I don't understand what happens here. I'd rather go back to the old time here with Mia, you know, because these phone things, man, they're getting to me. <laughs> Sometimes it just needs a reboot. It, it needs something because... Or just booted, period. I don't know why all of a sudden now it starts ringing. And everybody that knows me knows I'm on the air from 11 to 3. So why are they calling me? Well, Mia DeYoung, we appreciate you coming from Opera Theater St. Louis and informing us about the program that's going to take place on the 27th of this month at 1 o'clock for Sensory Friendly Family, a production of Rossini's Barber of Seville. Again, tickets are $6, can be purchased by calling 314-961-0644. Thank you for coming in today. Thank you. I think this is a great follow-up. I just have to go back again to Tiny Superheroes and how I see these things connecting. You know, to have uh, to me, that it's almost like a continuity, you know, of how we're able to um, educate the community on resources right here, you know, that we have for all types of people, all types of children. And I appreciate knowing about these different resources. I'm, I apologize. I've never heard of this before. But boy, my head is spinning now in terms of, you know, the, the places and other people that I can tell them about it. Well, and, and while, while you're talking about that, my head's spinning, and I'm thinking of some more questions, and she hasn't gotten up yet because we won't let her get up yet until the break. <laughs> That's right. But, Even uh, though Cal- Kevin Halloran, Chief would, Halloran, is out there pacing around Right, at our second patiently. half, we're going to talk about fire prevention. Yeah, he's uh, great. The, the, the issue of uh, other kinds of, of uh, barriers that kids have, I wanna, let's talk about a little bit about um, visually impaired. How does a visually impaired person get a chance to experience opera, other than through their ears? Sure, um, that is a, that is definitely a challenge. Um, in this setting, uh, it's a lot more intimate than it would be even at opera theater, which is already quite a quite an intimate setting. Um, but our students are right up in the front. Um, our sets are because we're a traveling show, we do this in gyms and, and uh, school locations, so we don't have a lot of lighting. We do the gym fluorescence, and that's what we get. So it's all very bright. Um, 
all of the costuming is very bright and vivid. Um, and sometimes we do go to schools where there are students who have um, visual impairments, and then we prepare them with documents in advance that they can have um, the libretto and have the score, and so then our students are prepared for what they're going to experience. And do they get a chance to like, okay, I want to touch the scenery here so I can feel what that forest, how you've kind of imagined that forest to look like? Absolutely. For a lot of these students, touch is, is sort of the most important mm-hmm. um, sensation. So we do a lot of passing around of the props that they'll see, um, touching the costumes, Um, even the students who participate in the workshops before they do the makeup, they touch the brushes so they understand what it's going to feel like on their skin that can to us that doesn't feel so so strange. But if you have sensory sensitivity, putting something on your face could be quite shocking. So we try and prepare them with things like that. Now let's let's go to students who may have or even adults who may have a, a, a hearing difficulty. And obviously, you know, opera is a is music and it's it's drama. So you you would normally expect the music and the libretto to be heard, mm-hmm. but if you can't hear at Opera Theater St. Louis you can see, mm-hmm. you know, there's closed captioning, what I'm gonna call closed captioning. And you can also watch. How does that play out uh, when you go out and work with the students? So for sensory friendly, we have the libretto or the script essentially with us. A lot of these students actually have the reverse. Um, Not that hearing impairment is an issue, but that the volume is so great that that's the sensitivity. And it is opera. I mean, it is loud. That's that's hard to get around. Um, but a lot of students come in with headphones like we're wearing. Um, and, and our artists are prepared in case, you know, students cover their ears in the opera house. They might be offended by that. But in this setting, they know that that's a totally normal reaction. Well, you know, Mia, a question I have, just like I go every week to a nursing home and the people there are always so grateful, but they don't realize that we are the ones who end up leaving feeling so blessed. I could see that um, this could be the same thing with your with your artist. How do they oh, respond to working with children like this? So uh, last year was the first year we brought in Paula to, to prep our artists. And everybody was extremely, extremely nervous. You could just, just tell that they were uncertain about what they were getting into. And as we left after the sensory-friendly performance, they were so fulfilled artistically because it's not so much about the applause or or the review for them they really made an impact on these students um, and they know that there's a need um, that there's not a lot of opportunity for these students to engage in art in a way that that is meaningful for them and their families in a safe environment so they really provided something there and that's extremely fulfilling i think every artist left feeling like they received so much more than they ever gave. Um, for me, it's it's sort of a passion project. Uh, when I moved to St. Louis, I worked in a preschool and made a really close connection with a student on the autism spectrum. And so I sort of carry his face in the back of my mind as I work through how are we going to meet these students' needs? How do we meet them where they are? How do we fill that need? So it's it's a very fulfilling and gratifying experience, and we're glad that we can offer it. You know, that's very similar, Ellie, to these kind of scenarios where an artist, uh, when you purchase a piece of art from an artist and they know where it's going, it's a piece of them. It's like one of their family. And if they know that, oh, you're going to take care of it and you're going to prize it, or... 
a, a chef who enjoys preparing something for you and then you just rave over it because it's just scrumptiously delicious and they are pleased that you're pleased because they're cooking for you <laughs> and these artists are doing um, at opera theater are doing this and they know these kids are really getting something out of this like you said it's not about the performance it's about that interaction yeah. that connection that they're making yeah that's really super N- now mia are you a performer i am yes i am also a vocalist ah <laughs> Where where can we see you? What are you in? Uh, I sing with the Bach Society of St. Louis. Um, So we have an upcoming performance um, at St. Stanislaus. So that's where I will be next. (laughs) Wow. See, I I just looked at her because, I mean, you all really have to see this young woman. She is so well put together. I was looking at her hair. Hair looks like, you know, she's got a little hair (laughs) sprayed up a little bit, you know, so that the microphone doesn't mess it up. You know, her makeup is just right. Her eyelashes. just the performer way I guess we're always on (laughs) it is it is true you know but again you know you come across you know she's sitting up straight here me and Arnold kind of slouched down that's because we're tired (laughs) that's because we're older than she is that's right her little perfect you know if I sat like that for four hours I tell you I would be a better person I'll have to raise the microphone up now (laughs) I tell you what my my father is a, a choir director so i think that's it's just ingrained in me (laughs) to sit up straight (laughs) i could hear miss turner at uh douglas elementary and she used to always tell us to sit up straight and squeeze your buns (laughs) try that (laughs) this chair is too soft Yeah, I can. Remember. I tell you, anybody that went to Douglas Elementary, that would be our joke to each other. Squeeze, sit up, sit up straight, straight and, and squeeze, squeeze your, your buns. buns. That's right. Okay, next time I see some of your former classmates, I'm going to ask them that. That's right. But they had to have had Miss Turner, so they have to be in a certain age group. Okay. Because we all had Mrs. Turner. She was the choir director, but all that right. was her thing. Squeeze your buns. Well, don't forget, <laughs> folks, uh, you can sit up straight and squeeze your buns at the Barber of Seville uh Family-friendly production, that's going to be Saturday, October the 27th, at Southview School, located in Crestwood. Tickets are $6. Call 314-961-0644. Now, see, Mia... Mia will walk away with this little gem, you know, the squeeze your buns thing. She, <laughs> she, I'm not going to forget that. That's right. She will never <laughs> she, forget this. Yeah, she won't. It's not, yeah, I was on the radio. No, what they said was this, uh, sit up straight and. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, we have to also impart our wisdom on our guest every now and then. That's it. <laughs> I was stunned wait, by wait, that comment. Chris almost spit his drink I just, into the... <laughs> it wasn't what you said. It was just the dead silence. <laughs> the That's because we haven't had any sleep. That's right. And we're drinking Colombian coffee. I'll need to have some of that. I have, I'm have. i just drinking water. No, man. You have to take some of this high octane. Okay. Dabo, octane you know. me up. That's right. I'm ready for that. Yeah. Well, this has been a great interview, Mia. You can see that we have a good time here. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for including me. It was a good conversation. You are listening to KWRHLP 92.9 FM. This is Arnold Stricker with Ellie Wharton of Intune, your community radio station in Webster Groves, Missouri.